and welcome to Think Compliance again, brought to you by Comply Guys and Compliatric. My name is Brad Phillips, and I'll be your host. I've got Ahmed Salim with me today on the show. Hi, Brad. How you doing? Doing very well. Thanks for asking. So for our new listeners, Comply Guys and Compliatric have created this podcast series in order to help compliance professionals build their programs. Every podcast will discuss a new compliance issue and provide insight on how to ensure your organization is following best practices. Today's topic will be discussing business associate agreements. Now, it's important to note that the information provided in our podcast are the opinions of our presenters and should not be considered legal advice. However, if you do have any questions, please feel free to reach out to Ahmed Salim. His email address will be located at the bottom of our description page in our podcast. So let's get started. Ahmed, first, tell us what is a business associate agreement? Well, Brad, a business associate is a person or entity who is not a member of the entity's workforce, who performs functions on behalf of the entity that involves some form of access to protected health information. Um, this includes subcontractors of a business associate as well. So uh, to further that, a good example would be a medical record company that has hired to provide records on behalf of an organization. They are transmitting some form of protected health information from the organization to an outside uh, organization. So they would be constituted as a business associate. So what expectations do organizations have for BAs? Well, so under HIPAA, organizations and BAs are required to be in an agreement to ensure that BAs were safeguarding their information. This includes limiting uses and disclosures of PHI by the business associate. So the High Tech Act actually came out and made it a requirement for subcontractors of the business associates to report any issues. Uh, the government just wants to make sure that they're holding all parties liable. Um, there's an increase of issues that they notice, especially when it comes to subcontractors violating some sort of privacy uh, clause uh, under business associates and not really being covered. So after the High Tech Act, they actually made subcontractors a part of the business associate uh, issue as well. Okay. So what problems are people facing with business associate agreements then? Well, Brad, a lot of organizations right now, you kind of get a temperature in the landscape of the field. is They're having a lot of issues identifying all the contracts that need to have BA agreements. Um, first problem that they're having is they're trying to determine what contracts actually fit into a business associate agreement, what contractors are actually a business associate transmitting PHI or not transmitting PHI. Uh, another issue that we're seeing out in the field are people are having difficulty reaching out to contract owners and identifying all the contracts within an organization. I mean, if you're a small hospital or you're a big system, there's always some form of process or a broken process where someone is contracting and that contract isn't in the system and you're you may be missing that contract when for your overall BA agreement um, you know once you've identified that all of your contracts have been identified you can then take that next step and determine whether or not they fall under the business associate agreement and then ask yourself when you are looking at these contracts do these individuals uh, handle any patient information um, it's important because the privacy requires that covered entities obtain satisfactory assurances from their business associates that the business associate will appropriately safeguard the protected health information it receives or creates on behalf of the covered entity. So basically, the government just wants satisfactory assurances, and they must be in writing, hence a contract uh, between the organization and the entity. And then if you have identified a potential business associate, make sure that you have a appropriate contract in place 
there are a lot of templates if you do a search online that are uh, template business associate agreements in case your organization does not have one. And then it's always important to note when you get into a contract with a vendor, a lot of vendors will send back their BA agreement. You want to make sure that you're going through their BA um, in case you don't have one to make sure that it fits all the needs that you have as well as uh, HIPAA and high tech states as well. And then um, finally, make sure if you do have a template that it's been vetted by your legal department. Uh, worst case scenario, or the worst thing that you could possibly do is send out a business associate agreement and not have it vetted by a legal in-house counsel or an external agency if you're a smaller health system or a physician's office and not covering all the points that need to be covered under a business associate agreement. Um, and kind of going back, I want to give a little more examples uh, for business associates. So a third-party administrator that assists the health plan with claims processing would be a good example. A CPA firm whose accounting services to a healthcare provider involve access to protected health information. An attorney whose legal services to a health plan involves access to PHI. Consultant that performs utilization reviews for a hospital. Healthcare clearinghouse that translates a claim uh, from a non-standard format into a standard transaction on behalf of a healthcare provider and forwards the process transaction to a payer. Independent medical transcriptionist that provides transcription services to a physician and pharmacy benefits manager that manages a health plan's pharmacist network. So those are some good examples of uh, potential uh, business associates that you may or may not have. Amit. Thanks so much for all of your clarification. As always, we do appreciate your insight. Thanks, Brad. So thanks again for listening to Think Compliance. Please join us again for our next podcast. If you have any questions, please reach out to Ahmed Salim. His email, once again, will be located at the bottom of our description page of the podcast. Thank you. <laughs>